Hello, and welcome to the Epic Exchange. The mission of this podcast is twofold. First, we show that civil conversation can be enjoyed by those in vastly different age groups. Humanity desperately needs more intergenerational dialogue imbued with kindness, understanding, empathy, and sharing of ideas. Hopefully, you will be inspired to reach out and enjoy your own civil exchange with someone of a different generation. No judgments, no put-downs. Second, a brief follow-up may be added if we feel something demands more information. In this era of misinformation, disinformation, and conspiracy theories, how we form our opinions is just as important as the opinions themselves. So we'll do a little fact-checking from time to time from sources that have been proven reliable, reputable, objective, science-based, and are renowned as having stood the test of time. And these sources will be shared with you, the listener. So sit back, listen in, then maybe go strike up a civil conversation with someone way older or much younger than yourself. Who knows? You may encounter an epic exchange of your own. Thanks so much. It's about us. We're trying to find the truth. Yeah, we can discuss about problems we got in the news. Look, we're trying to seek the truth. It's about me and you having our different views. Hoping we come as two. The world is gonna change. Hoping we do the same. Trying to open your brain. Cause we talk about different ways Trying to solve all those different pains Live our life in different lanes You gon' hear what we gon' say And we hope we make your day Cause this is epic exchange I'm gonna talk to you about what you're gonna be doing for your career and stuff You're gonna be making some moves pretty soon But There's a story Goes back about 10 years um, You were my 5th grade student Okay In a little town in Southern California And all I know about it is early on in the school year, as your fifth grade teacher, you you were in, you were in my classroom one day and you were you were gone the next. And the principal wouldn't tell me anything about it. I heard through the grapevine that you brought a gun to school. I never knew if it was a real gun, a fake gun, where you got it from, what you plan to do with it, what happened afterwards. Was there a, a police? Nothing. Uh, they chose to tell me nothing about it. So. Uh, I'm gonna turn it over to you now, and and I, I probably I won't interrupt you until the end of your narrative. Go. Okay. Also, it it wasn't a real gun. It was a a toy gun, obviously a BB gun. And um, I, I brought it to school pretty much just to show it off, mess around with the kids, you know, with my friends and stuff. And then I happened to get in trouble with it, and I wanted to get in trouble with it. You know, that that was my my whole point of bringing it. So it wasn't just showing it off with your friends. It was another motive. Correct. Which was? <clears throat> so at the time, I, I was racist. And I, I was brought up racist, you know, to not like black people in specific. And um, I didn't want to be in a, I don't want to be in your class just <laughs> for the reason of you being black. Okay. I'm laughing, folks. I'm laughing. Yeah, Go ahead. So, you know, that's just how I was raised. I'm, I'm not saying I'm wow. like that anymore. But um, that's how I was raised. And you know, mm. it was just my mindset at the time, very immature not developed at all and i tried getting out of your class i spoke to the principal they said it's not possible there's no room in other classes so i was like no like i said forget this then so i was like this is how i'm gonna do it and then that's how that's what ended up happening 
Then next thing you know, you know I, I get kicked out. I get sent to a, like a disciplinary school. Mm-hmm. And then I come back the next year, and then he's my teacher in sixth grade now. And I did not ask for you. I got to tell you, I gave the principal a hard time. I said, why are you putting this guy's knucklehead back in my classroom? He, he's kicked out. And, but I didn't know at that time that... So when you say you went to the principal before you brought the gun to school, you went to the, the principal... And asked to be out of my classroom. Did you tell her because of a racial issue, or you just no? Said, I just said I didn't like you as a person. Wow. Okay. And they said, nope. You got to stay in that in that mean guy's class. And so, and here you're 11 years old, probably. That your mind, I guess the word is conniving, but you 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 are diabolical. You you came up with this with this plan, this strategy. That you're going to bring a gun and purposely get kicked out of school. That's amazing. That 11-year-old would do that. I mean, that's, that, and that says a lot. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry about the racist part. I shouldn't have laughed earlier. The racist part is disgusting. But <laughs> you were young. and you. So, so tell me about, I'm going to dig in this now, because we have a lot of racial stuff going on in America. And yes, we are going through an epic, some people are calling it a, a, um, Social justice uprising, I call it social justice reckoning or awakening, and it's a lot of it's about race. Yeah. So tell me about, did you know, when, we're talking about only 10 years ago or so, did you know you were racist? Did you think, hey, I'm racist? Nah, I, I, well, I knew I didn't like black people, I'll tell you that. Because, because of whom? Uh, my father. Your father. My okay. friends at the time who happened okay. to be like gangsters and all. Ah. And that was just the thing, like... <clears throat> You know, care about your own race, you know, pretty much look, mm. look, look out for your own race. And I, was, I just believed it. It was instilled into me. And obviously, I, I thought that was right. Well, sure. Yeah, well, you're young. And so if, if so, whatever your dad and friends. And again, see, this is the neighborhood that I taught in. So there are people around me that obviously did not like African-American people. And I'm, I'm half black, half white for the, for, the, for the audience. It's like Obama, white mama, black papa. And um, and if a lot of folks think I'm Latino because I'm in that neighborhood, which is mostly Latino and Hispanic, they think I'm. I said, well, no, I'm not. I don't speak Spanish, and I, I'm I'm half black, half white, and so that kind of surprises some people because of my skin tone. But um, wow! And I, I guess how did you know? So in, in fifth grade, you were probably ten. In fifth grade, how did you know I was black or half black? Did people just talk? So I didn't know. That's behind my back. The people talk about, oh, that's a black teacher. What what was all, all that about? <laughs> well, clearly you look black. Really? Yeah. So, okay, see, I'm your skin tone. I'm your skin color. Yeah, but you know, the facial features, oh. the, the way you carried yourself. Okay. Oh, wait, did, now, did I do my jive walk and my black walk? Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, you did. No, I... <laughs> <laughs> no, I <laughs> no, folks at home, listeners, I not have a jive walk, but okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> No, I just, okay. I, we knew. No, no, it was obvious. You know. Okay. Well, that's, well, I'm glad. I'm glad that. I mean, I'm glad it was obvious. That's okay. And and because I had okay. Um. So did you had you had you gone to your dad ahead of time with this plan, the strategy, or no? Okay. And when but when he said, "Son, why the heck could you bring a gun to school and get kicked out?" And blah blah blah. Did you did you confide in him why you did it? Oh, uh, I see. Like. My, I don't think my dad really cared. You know, he always thought it was like kind of funny that I was a bad kid because obviously, like, he wasn't the best person. You know, he was incarcerated at the time. Oh, oh I didn't know that. Yeah, he oh. was he was incarcerated at the time, and um, yeah, I, I doubt he cared. You know, because obviously, I hardly ever talked to him. But if I did talk to him, we hardly ever talked about bad things. So it was just like 
how you doing? Uh, good luck, this and that. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to see you. But I, in my opinion, I, honestly, I, I don't think he would have cared just because of the way he was. Hmm. Okay. Um. Wow, that's pretty deep. And your mom, what did she, I had to? I mean, again, anything here, you don't have to yeah, no, say yeah, anything. Yeah, but yeah. but so what did what did how did she react? Did you did you tell her why you brought a gun to school? Uh, I honestly, I did not tell her why I brought a gun to school okay. because I, I, I know did she I, ask? I know how my mom is. Oh. She she was more like a, she I, she didn't really get into detail because like she was so upset into and so into like disciplining me at the time. Oh. But um, I wouldn't have told her why I did it. I just told her that I just took it to show off and all. Okay. Okay. And I I know for a fact she would have been against it. Probably would have been a little bit worse at home for me. Really? Yeah. Oh, so if she if she had heard if she had found out if she was cognizant of my big words cognizant of the fact that you brought it. You would plan, you schemed this ahead of time because of a black teacher. She would have disciplined you more for it? I believe so. Or she would. Huh. If not that, then she, you know, would have sat down with me and had like a legit talk. Okay. Well, I'll get in a little bit. I'm going to get to where you've changed or how you've changed or maybe it was the military or jobs you've had over the year or just, you know, growing up and evolving mentally. Yeah. But at the time, um, see, your friend, so you're. Some of your friends later on, I think when they were in high school, they told me the story, the 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 deep motivation of why I brought the. I said, no, he he did not. No one thinks that way. I couldn't believe it, yeah. you know. Um, but wow, okay, because so some of your friends knew. Um, okay, and by the way, for the folks at home, the next year, what Kevin said earlier. Uh, is true. He was put back in my class. I didn't fight the t- the principal's decision. I just questioned why would you put him back in my class? Now, I did not know there was a personal reason. I just thought that, well, if uh, I couldn't control him in fifth grade, you know, why are you putting him back in my class? There's other teachers you can put him. But I'm glad, I'm so glad she did. Because I think, Kevin, you'll admit that was a very successful year for you. Sixth, sixth grade was a very successful year for you. I agree. Okay. And what we decided to do was once every month we would have we got I think called a shout out and all we would do I think because that that whole gun thing happened early in fifth grade like probably in September or something you were gone so what I did what I decided to do was once a month I'll just have you stand up and the class would applaud for you give some attention you know for all the would be teachers out there uh, who you know want to do this yes when you have a kid don't give them money because everyone else gets jealous and mad but it, it takes two seconds to have them stand up and say hey you were here one more month without being kicked out without bringing <laughs> arm <laughs> without bringing a weapon and all we do is applaud and there was a time some months later I was pulled out of the class and go to some sort of in-service or workshop training thing which I always fought vehemently to get to, to take me out of my classroom but um, to go to workshops that I could do in the weekend or after school. But anyway, and I went to uh, the, the superintendent at that time was walking by along with the principal who was your principal when you were pull- at that disciplinary school when you were in fifth grade when you pulled out of my classroom. And I mentioned both of them and said, you know what, I hate being out of my classroom this week for a workshop, but this happens to be, I, I was speaking to your, your, your former principal at the other school I said, who was there, I said, well, you know, this is the day I was going to give Kevin his shout out. And I explained to them what it was all about. I said, if you could go by and do it, that'd be great because I'm not in the classroom this week. Well, I did not think they were going to do it, especially the superintendent, not to give her, take anything away from her, but I thought she was just too busy for it. 
But when I found later on that they actually did that, they went into my classroom and gave you that standing ovation that you deserved at the time, you really did. Um, I love them for it. So when this is all done, they, you and I are going to go outside and take a picture, and I'm going to send to them and tell them what a wonderful young person you've, you've grown up to be. Um, especially, the, well, they both care, the superintendent and the principal of that school, of, yeah. of disciplinary, uh, the alternative school you went to. Um, so, okay, so that's, that's a very interesting story. Tell me, I got to know, think how, when did you know that you were racist? When did that even come, when did that term come into your young head? Uh, well, well, obviously, like, everyone knows racist, you know, I was talking about it in school and all, but um, I think it was like, from my childhood, you know, growing up the way on the streets, the way I was, um, being around like, you know, like no good people, like who are like, gangsters, gangsters, yeah. Um, and we were always taught that you know, like, like, or like, like, you know, f black people, f this, f that, you know, just Mexicans this, Mexican that, you know. Okay. So, La raza and yeah, all of that, you know. So like, I bought into it and I believed it, and then I, I just thought that's how it was. Um, being young, learning, I thought that's uh, this is how it has to be, and this is what I want it to be. You know, obviously it doesn't have to be that way, and you know I just bought into it, and that's how, that's what I got out of it. But when did you start to change? What 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 what? When did you see? Okay, you were in the middle of it. You were you were you were um, indoctrinated into believing this 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 mindset about okay, blacks are bad, and I think it was good. I got that. There's so many adults in America right now, millions who are racist, yeah. straight up racist. And if they can send all the blacks back to Africa and all the Asians back to Asia and all the Native Americans back to their tribes and all the Latinos back to Mexico or where they came from, they'd be happy. I got to ask you, Kevin, so when did you begin to change when did you see at some point in your head, you had to say, oh, the way I was thinking it's maybe not the right way to think. Yeah. So when did, do you know when that started? Because you're pretty young, so it can't be that far in, in yeah. your past. And so obviously, I, I moved on, got sent to the alternative school. Then I, when I, I did good in there to get myself out. So uh, they granted me like the permission to go back to a regular school the following year. And then you know when I went in there, I got my um, my class schedule. Like well, not, not like class schedule, but when they told me what teacher I was gonna be with, I was like, wow. And I was like, you know, like, I was pretty upset. I was like, whatever, you know, like, whatever. You were, you were upset you were getting me again in sixth Correct. grade. Correct, okay. yeah. So I was like, you know, get it over with. So I went in <laughs> I, I went in there, you know, like, I, I, was, okay. I, I was still a bad kid. You know, I, I got put in your class and then I got, you know, obviously I, I, I seen like an effort from you to try to help me. And then um, I, I seen an effort for you to try to help me. Obviously, you know, you knew I wasn't like, you know, I was a bad kid. So obviously my, my mind wasn't in the right place. And uh, I saw you were trying to help me, you know, so that, that, that kind of, like, gave me a sense of respect for you, at, like, right off the bat. And, you know, that, that's when I, I started, like, just, like, slowly, like, shy away from it, you know, not really think about, not, oh. not really think about it that much anymore, and I really care for it. Because, obviously, like, even even though you were my teacher, I considered you a friend at the time. Because, you know, I remember, the, I, I remember, like, perfectly that, I, like, there'd be times, like, after class or, like, during lunch, like you talk to me and stuff, you know, like you, you you'll see like where my head's at. You would talk to me about my plans and this and that, and like you even try to help me to get into a military school. Yes, I remember and that. And yeah, I, I feel like you know that, that gave me a sense of respect for you, and 
and I kind of like you know started thinking like, it doesn't really matter you know because like they would always tell us like oh like that's the enemy this and that like they don't care for you they don't care like you shouldn't care for them. Oh. So then when when I seen this you know I was like kind of like thinking, like oh, it's not it's not that bad you know like you know like it's not as bad as people say you know so I was like oh. hmm I'm cool with this. How about some of your friends? Were you still friends with those people who were against the mixing of races? Uh? Yes and no, you know, because um, a lot of them were already, like, locked up. Oh. <laughs> they were already incarcerated. So I see. I wasn't really hanging out with them that much. In sixth? Oh, begin with, oh yeah, okay. Yeah, they, they, okay. Started, they started going, like, to, ju- to juvenile hall. Wow. As, like, young as, like, seventh grade. Okay. Yeah, but, like, um, like I, was still, I would still hang out with them on the weekends and all, but... Um, you know, just like it, it was different, you know, like even though I was still with them, like my mindset was a little more open now. Okay. All right. Well, well okay. I'm gratified to hear that. I'm, my heart's all weeping. Not weeping. But I'm, I don't, I'm, I'm speechless right now, but I'm glad yeah. to hear that, Kevin. I'm glad I had, I had a little bit of an impact. And the exposure, see, there you go. The exposure to people who are different than you. Yeah. It could be religion, it could be race, it, culture, whatever. It, it, it usually has good results so you know we think about that as we move forward in america during this social justice awakening or reckoning um so you you moved on you went to junior high school went to high school got out of high i remember because you're always in the football and i was and tell me one other story because there's a there's a city here i'll go ahead and in the city because we didn't do anything with it but there's a city called monrovia which is in in our neighborhood and you called me one day or text me somehow and he said mr orm i want to go to monrovia high school I'm like, what the heck is in Monrovia High School? That's so far away. Oh no, but it's like it's like a college over there. It's really nice looking. So I went online and I saw the school. I said, Oh my God, it is a beautiful. The Monrovia High School is a beautiful high school. It is nice looking. Yeah. It's huge. And so I did what I could to get you. Did we get you in there after all or no? No. We did. We got you somewhere because you uh, went somewhere and you so came Ro- back. Yeah, Rosemead High School. Oh, Rosemead. Okay. Yeah. So, but you you introduced that's epic exchange. You introduced me to Monrovia High School that I didn't know even existed. That school looks that nice and very impressive. But I think once again, your friends through the grapevine. I think they told me you really you really want to go because of football. Yeah, that, that, that was one of like the the main <laughs> the main factors, obviously. Okay. Know. Okay. Well, would you, wouldn't you say that sports helped you out also to yeah, grow up? Yeah, a lot. There you go. Talk about that. Yeah, so, uh, I, I never really wanted well, – I did play sports growing up. I, play, I played baseball my whole life. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I boxed for a couple of years. Oh. But, um, you know, like football, stuff like that, like like, like, that, like those big teams, like um, those teams, like, like uh, how do I say it? Like, you know, the, is it different camaraderie like in a football team compared to a baseball team? And my, like, cause I feel like you're, you're like more a little like tight knit. In with football. With team? football, yes. Okay. You know, I, and you, you have to buy into the program too. You have to buy into be a football player because you know the, the, the long practices. Like, it's about us. Thanks for listening in on a small piece of our civil conversation. If you would like to hear the complete discussion, please tune in to Epic Exchange Uncut. And if you wish to send comments to our email, you can go to epicexchangepodcast at gmail.com. Thanks and be kind. You're going to hear what we're going to say, and we hope we make your day. Because this is an epic exchange, yeah. Because it's an epic exchange, yeah. Because it's an epic exchange, yeah. 
Cause it's an epic exchange, epic exchange, yeah. 